Hey, what's up, Lions Nation? It is me, Andy Souls, one of the hosts of We Are Lions Nation podcast. Just want to remind everybody, make sure you're checking out the We Are Lions Nation Facebook page. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all those podcast listening platforms. Make sure you're tuning in. One pride. Let's go Lions. We are Lions Nation. Hosted by Andy Souls, Logan Erickson, and Mike Birch. What's up, Lions Nation? Welcome to the newest episode of We Are Lions Nation podcast. I am Andy. And joining me as always, Mr. Mike Birch and Logan Erickson. What's up, guys? Good to hear from you today. Yeah, nice to hear from you too, Andy. Nice to be here. How's everybody doing? Oh, good, good. Doing, doing great, uh, especially after, you know, coming off of another uh, a victory for the Lions on Sunday. So, you know, can't be too, uh, too down after that. Um, been a pretty busy week for me, but other than that, you know, really happy. Uh, obviously, there could have been some better things in the game, but we will definitely get to that. Uh, any Anything new with you guys? Anything new going on? Uh, no, just got into trading cards recently, you know, collecting football cards. It's kind of a hot thing right now. So if anything new, yeah, that yeah. would be the newest thing for me. I guess I'm going to have to roll with that too. Uh, people that don't know, Logan and I, you know, since we've been doing the show, I've kind of been talking a little bit, and you know, he's been showing me all of his cards, so it got got me back into uh, collecting trading cards as well. So, um, yeah, been doing that, and it's been a lot of fun, really keeping me busy, um, you know, and occupied. So, really getting into it, and and Mike as well. I know you have some cards of your own, so you're you're kind of a collector as well. So, I guess we all got that in common. It's just something fun that we all three do, and. You know, we video talk about it, and, you know, we have a lot of fun with it. So, enjoy it. I really enjoy doing it. And yeah, I mean, dude, keep doing it. it's addicting. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. And those of you that don't, those of you that don't get trading cards, man, I'm telling you, once you get that first box, <laughs> once you get that first box, it is over. Like, you, you can't, you just can't wait to open it and find out what's inside. Right. Uh, so, I've been having a blast with that. Yeah, it's always great to see what kind of cards come up. And then, you know, so it's fun to look up and see what some of them are worth sometimes, too, definitely. It's like opening Christmas presents. You don't know what you're going to get inside. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I do have a story I just thought of because today I went went shopping today, got some groceries at at Meijer. And I was walking, and I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this or not, but you ever – you ever walk past another Lions fan and you guys just make that eye contact and you say so many words without even speaking to each other? Like it was one of those moments I walked, he was walking towards me and I looked up at him and he looked at me and we both just did the, the head up nod, you know, like with the what's up nod. And then we both kind of gave a smirk and we just kept walking. Like, I don't know. I thought it was funny, but you, you know, it's different. Like if I walk by a Packers fan, I don't get that reaction, but when you walk by another Lions fan that's all decked out in Lions like you are, you know you know that they're they're there and they're they're loyal and 
I don't know. Just love where I'm at. There's not a whole lot of us, so it's nice to see one and just get that little head nod support. You know. Yeah, especially up there in the UP, it's mostly Green Bay territory up there. But yeah, I, I know what you're talking about because I do it here in Lansing too, where you know you just see this other guy with the Lions gear on. You guys just lock eyes, and it's like. Like you said, it's a thousand words and you don't even say anything. It's just a little head nod. Just like, yeah. You could almost like tell you could almost tell that person with your mind exactly what you felt about that last game as you're walking past them. Like that's oh, I feel like that's what I did to him as I was walking by him like good win this Sunday and this did a little head nod and kept walking, but I never said a word. <laughs> <laughs> we could just call them lion soulmates. <laughs> that's right I, yeah, it's not trying to be like weird but I feel like it happens when you're you know when you're a Lions fan I feel like that happens you know what I mean like when you see a Lions fan you just it's just so head nod and everything's good you know right definitely I think we can all relate yeah I just love it and well let's get to the you know let's get to the the show here uh, obviously the Lions pull out the the come from behind victory, kind of, I guess it was come from behind. I mean, they did – they played well in the beginning, which we'll get into that. Uh, won the game 30-27 to 27 off the Matt Prater 59-yard field goal, which was absolutely awesome by Matt Prater. But we're going to start out with the news. Um, basically, the first thing I want to talk about is Corey Underland's statement um, that he made uh, about the game in the second half in particular – he said, we came out in the second half and Tempo got us. Probably didn't do a good enough job preparing the guys for that. That's He said more, but I, that's the statement that I wanted to pull from that article because it, it kind of, I don't know. I mean, seriously, you didn't prepare for Tempo? Like, what does that even mean? Logan, what are your takes on that? Yeah, I have no idea what he means by that. You know, you feel like tempo's in the game already you're already feeling the tempo of the game when you go in at halftime maybe he's talking about not keeping them up tempo throughout halftime when they're in the locker room i have no idea maybe you should give him a he's talk saying, he's saying basically that when 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 the redskins or so oh, sorry whoa the unicorns came out and they came out and they played more up-tempo that the Lions weren't prepared for. How do you not be prepared for that? Because that happens like you that happens every game. That It's all the time. So how is that not prepared for? I guess that's what I don't understand. Yeah, I don't think – I feel like we should be the most well-prepared team for that situation. <laughs> yeah, since we're doing it all the time on the other end. Mike, what are your thoughts on Yeah, I think on that? that's like a, <laughs> a day one, you know, football 101 be prepared you know and, and i do agree that you know his comments there do do lend to a we weren't prepared for that well well goodness <laughs> you know i don't right you should, that's one thing you should be that's like oh we weren't prepared to kick a field goal today you know right. what i mean like that's a another ridiculous statement from a lions coach that doesn't know what to say because he can't explain why things happen the way they do. Why we come out and dominate on defense and then blow 21 points. You know, why does that happen? Well, he doesn't know. He has no explanation. Well, I think it. that's exactly what it is. Just an excuse. He has no explanation to explain 
what the hell happened to his defense. So he's just making up shit just to get us off his back. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, and that goes, you know, back to the, the leadership stuff we've talked to talked about before, you know, like if you're going to be in that role, then you need to be, you need to be more prepared for those questions and better able to answer those questions. Not just, not just uh, go at it with a half hearted attitude. Like it seems like they do sometimes. Yeah. I don't think a team really, you know, puts out a side in their practice. Like, okay, let's practice this team's up tempo efforts. They don't, you know they're practicing up tempo every every practice. That's part of the game, and it can and the cha- team can go and change their offense to and pick up that pace at any moment. And for him to be like, "Oh, well, we weren't prepared for that." What, I I just didn't get it, and I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it because I thought it was a bunch of nonsense. And like you said, Logan and Mike, definitely averting the question and not knowing the answer again by one of the Lions coaches. Yep, exactly. Just mumbo jumbo. <laughs> yep. Now, I want to talk to you guys. I know, Logan, you and I kind of talked a little bit about this, but uh, Dave Burkett, uh, you probably know him from the Detroit Free Press. He put out an article, and basically the title was uh, The Playoff Race is On But Not for the Lions. Um, I read the article. There wasn't a whole lot of information on why he said not the Lions. It didn't really specifically say why not them. But I wanted to get your guys' thoughts. You know, based on the Lions are sitting uh, 20th right now in the power rankings, we all know how this, how the the NFL is going right now with all the records of the NFC. Lions sitting at four and five. What do you What are your thoughts, Logan? Are Are you on Dave's side, like they're they're out of it, or do you still think there's a whim of a playoff chance? Here? Well, I mean, there's always still a chance. I'm not going to leave that out or off the table. But the Lions are going to have to play flawless, and they're going to have to win out. They're going to have to win out. They're going to have to win the rest of their games. I believe they have, what, 11 games? No, eight games left on the schedule, seven games. What is it? I think it's eight games. I think it's something right around there. I'd have seven. to look. I don't have it right in front of me. But. Seven. Seven games. So you're going to have to win the rest of the seven games. And you got some tough games. You got to play all your division opponents again. Minnesota, Chicago, Green Bay. You've already lost to them all once. You've lost to every one of them already. You have to pull these games off, and you got to win. You also got Tampa Bay that's playing hot. That's a tough game. The only good, the only saving grace coming up with Carolina is that I believe their running back, which I'm drawing a brain fart here, but he, I believe he's out right now, and you know, yeah, McCaffrey. So I don't think, but they yeah, still McCaffrey. They still you. have some nasty weapons on that offense, even without McCaffrey. You got to think, DJ. I'm just saying that's going to be a positive. But getting back to what you. You said uh, – I want to know what your opinion is, Mike, on that. Do you – I mean, what's your feelings on that with everything going on? Uh, are you still on that path of, you know, there's – like Logan, there's still a chance, but, you know, they got to play yeah, a little I better. Yeah, I think that that's, you know, what that's what he's saying too, uh, the, that, you know, there – it does look 
kind of bleak at the moment. Definitely not impossible, but they got their work cut out for them, and and you know definitely still hope for the best and and, and hoping we improve and and do make it to the playoffs. Yeah, and my thoughts on it are, and in, in you guys probably know this. I still, I still believe, I guess, just like you, Logan, that there's still a chance because it can still happen. But I totally agree, a hundred percent, that this team that played Sunday can't go to the playoffs playing like that. They have to be able to play defense like they did in the first half the entire game against some more of these elite teams like the Packers and the Buccaneers, like those, those are, and, and we got to be able to play against defense against Minnesota. Um, if we can do that and we can win out and we, they can play like they need to play, then, then yeah, we can make the playoffs, but it's, it's so, I'm so back and forth on the fence because, you know, we can't blow 21 points and, and win these games. You know, we, we, we got lucky. Sunday winning that game is what yeah. happened. And we can't continue to do that and make the playoffs. Yeah, and even if we continue to do that and we make the playoffs, are we going to win against these elite playoff teams with a team that plays defense like that? Absolutely not. Nope. Yeah, I can't argue with that logic, but definitely nice to snap that uh, seven game losing streak streak at home there and hopefully that'll turn turn, turn things around for us and and head, head us in the right direction. Yes, absolutely. I love I loved the win at home. Um, and it was really awesome to see that get done. But, you know, it's still it's still devastating that it even had to come down to that Matt Prater field goal. Um, but just capping it off, yeah, I think we're all in agreement of what the Lions playoffs chances look like right now. Um, yeah, I just want to mention real quick to everybody, and thank you to everyone again for supporting the We Are Lions Nation podcast. Um, we definitely enjoy all your feedback and, you know, your contributions to the We Are Lions Nation poll question of the day and, you know, all the new members that have been joining the, the Facebook page. Uh, just make sure you're checking out the Facebook page if you haven't yet and join in. Uh, we love having you guys on. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter as well and listen to it on all the major podcasting platforms. And now, after that being said, we are going to move on to the breakdown, and we're going to start out the breakdown with the injury report. So who got injured in that game Sunday? Well, Mike, most what do you notably, got we've got uh, Matt Stafford. He had uh, on his right thumb there uh tear in the ligament, but he's expected to play in Sunday's game against the Panthers, so that's good there. Uh, we've still got Vitae with the foot, Davis with a knee, uh, Almondola and Galladay with the hips, another another notable, but uh, we're, you know, hopefully he'll be back and helping us out soon there. And then uh, <clears throat> I wanted to mention the, the big injury too, not necessarily Lions related, but uh, Drew Brees. Yeah, that was rough to hear yeah, about that- him with the that was a big injury for the Saints. That was big. I mean, yeah, they're still the Saints, but Drew Brees going down like that, that's pretty that's pretty tough. And I, I also want to mention too, um the Bears quarterback went down yeah. too. Yeah. As well on Sunday. 
So we'll be seeing Mitch, Mitch Trubisky back in the starting lineup, it looks like, for the Bears. Um, but we wanted to mention those. I know it's not Lions related, but those are still pretty big names that, you know, uh, Nick Foles and Drew Brees going down. That's pretty big. Um, Logan, what's your thoughts on I, – I, I know you kind of mentioned this to me earlier. Uh, thoughts on Matthew Stafford's injury? The, I know you had mentioned hopefully, you know, he doesn't have to put that glove back on again. What are your thoughts on his uh, thumb injury? How do you think that's going to affect him? Yeah, it scares me the most is the – I don't know, a couple years back, he had that glove on that hand, in his throwing hand that he hurt. And in that game against Chicago, he threw five, I believe, interceptions in one single game. Uh, I just hope he doesn't go down that road again, and I hope he's good enough to play. If he's not good enough to play, I think they should rest him and play uh, Chase Daniel because he can manage a game and get a win for us, so. If Stafford's really hurt, I just hope they sit him and don't force him to play there. I just feel like if he, based off of Sunday, when he got that taped up, he seemed fine to me. So as long, even if they just tape it up like they did in the game, you know, he should be good to go is my thought. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Lions coaching staff, if you're listening, though, just play smart about it. and, 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 you know, if you need to put Daniel in there, don't be afraid to do so. Well, Mike, I'm sorry to tell you, but I'm sure as soon as we started talking about Underland, the coaching staff turned off the <laughs> uh, podcast. <laughs> well, I want to get to uh, the face of stats. Logan, what do you got for the stats for the game? Here, so uh, Washington put up a total yards of 464 on our defense. Passing yards, 375. Rushing yards, 89. They averaged 5.6 yards per play. They had 34 first downs. They were 7 for 15 on third down conversions. They had a total of 83 offensive plays in the game Sunday. They allowed two sacks. They punted only twice. They had six penalties for 58 yards. Zero interceptions thrown by Washington there. And their total time of possession was 35 minutes and 43 seconds. We'll go on to the Lions here. Total yards for the Lions, 372 total yards. Passing yards, 267. Rush yards, 105. Uh, 6.8 yards per play on average there. We had 21 first downs. We were 4 for 10 on third down completions. We all, we had a total play amount of plays of 55. We allowed one sack. Had four punts, and this is a killer, nine penalties for 55 yards, zero interceptions, and we only had a total time of possession of 24 minutes and 17 seconds. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Obviously, um, during the game, there was some major things. I think there – I'm trying to remember – there was a couple penalties, and I messaged you, Logan, I know right away um, about the one that I thought was complete BS. Um, there was a couple calls like that that I, I just didn't agree with at all. But there was also a lot other a lot of other penalties, too, in that game that definitely, um, you know, they got to clean that up. And, and the Unicorns, they held the ball – a lot. They they 
they had time possession. They ruled that game. Alex Smith actually looked really good. Um, you know, they they came out, especially in the second half, and just controlled that football game. And, you know, Lions defense gave it up again almost. And it came down to that Matt Prater field goal, which kudos to Matt Prater. Uh, he did an excellent job in that game. Logan, give me your breakdown of the game. Just what are your thoughts overall on how that game went? I think, honestly, we got lucky in a way. But I also think for our defense being out on that field for as long as they were that whole game, because our offense wasn't keeping them off the field, uh, I believe they played very well in the points margin of the game. What helped them out, too, was that one fumble recovery of theirs and those couple sacks, and Everson Griffin was playing like a beast on Sunday. So that yeah, definitely helped out. Yeah, I saw a headline that said that uh, Griffin ties a Lions record for quarterback hits in in a single game and just in his second game with the Lions there. That's, that's good news for us. Absolutely, and I, I agree, Mike. What – uh, f- from what you were able to see, what was your take uh, on the game? What was the big – let me ask you, what do you think the the big momentum swing was um, well, up there in that game? I mean, you know, just watching what, what I saw, you know, it started like some of the games we've seen this year. You know, they uh, – they – you know, get to a point in the game and, they're you know, you think, oh, they're going to blow it, <laughs> you know, but then – they were able to pull it out, but uh, I mean, as far I mean, I'm not really thinking of one turning moment in the game for me. I mean, I know that, that Swift really uh, had a great game there, and and uh, but as far as a, a turning point in the game, I mean, I mean, the Prater field goal was amazing, but you know that was right at the end there. Yeah, I agree. I think I, I I know what you're what you're saying there, and it is is sometimes it's because I'm having I have a hard time too trying to figure out where the turning point was. I guess the turning point was more for the unicorns when they came out of the second half. But I get your point too, Logan. You know, as far as the offense, you know, not being staying on the field, but in the same sense, the defense couldn't stop Washington and get them off the field you know, during that second half either. Yeah. Alex Smith was really controlling that game in the second half. And our offense couldn't keep him off the field either. So, I mean, it, it goes on both ends it was, there. It was both sides of the ball. It was both sides of the ball. Um, we do have to give a huge kudos um, to, again, Matt Prater. Uh you know, after what he's been going through these last few weeks, to see him really be more spot on and nail that 59-yarder. And it was a nice kick. It wasn't like it was super short. I mean, it looked good the entire way. So, you know, it, it wasn't one of those kicks where you had a doubt that it was going to go in. It was a really good kick. And so kudos, kudos to uh, Matt Prater. I want to ask you guys uh, about your in-the-zone players. Who did you guys have for your in-the-zone players this week? Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to have to go with Swift again this week. I think you had had an excellent game there, and and uh, it just keeps getting better and better. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I love that pick. I actually wrote down DeAndre Swift and then I crossed him off because I had to go with Matthew Stafford. He was my in the zone player for the pregame show who I thought was going to be in the zone. And, you know, he got hurt even on that thumb and he still played excellent football. Matthew Stafford did. He looked way better. Uh, 20, 24 for 33 for 276 yards, three touchdowns and zero interceptions. Uh, he just, he was just amazing. So, uh, I had to go with Matthew Stafford for my in-the-zone player. Yeah, I Logan. had to go with Matthew Stafford as well. I was really impressed he didn't turn the ball over, managed the game very well, drove us down with 16 seconds, and, you know, set up Prater for that 59-yard field goal, which everybody knew he was going to hit. He's just Mr. Clutch. So, yeah, uh, hat goes off to Stafford and how he played on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, I, I obviously, Mike, uh, I am on board with your your pick as well. Um, usually, I almost write down DeAndre Swift every time, uh, but yeah, we're gonna get to him in a second because he is what the poll question was all about. But before we get to the We Are Lions Nation podcast poll question of the day, uh, we have the fact of the day, and that is gonna be brought to us by Mister Logan. So, what do you got for the fact of the day? Okay. Man? So, the Detroit Lions' best season overall record was 12-4, and and that was in the 1991 season, where the Lions won their last playoff game. And in that playoff game, they routed the Cowgirls 38-6. to And let's remember that Barry Sanders was the running back. <laughs> Cowgirls, yes, they were riding them unicorns yeah. all over the town. <laughs> well, I want it. That's awesome, Logan. Thank you so much for sharing the fact of the day. Um, so the poll question of the day uh, for this episode was basically about DeAndre Swift. I, I asked everyone if if they thought he has done enough. Now he's he started that game on Sunday. And is he going to be keeping that starting position? So the options, the choices were yes, no, or needs more time. And um, there were 20, I believe, 20 plus votes for yes, and no one voted no or needs more time. So with that being said, it looks like to me, based off what I've seen, man, we've seen a lot of awesome stuff from DeAndre Swift Sunday uh, where were you guys at as far as that vote? I'm assuming yeah, it's I definitely yes was a yes there. Ahead, I mean, Mike. like I said earlier, just getting better and better. And he was actually uh, nominated uh, for NFL Rookie of the Week uh, for the second time in five weeks now. Yes, he was. Excellent point. Yes, he was. What do you think, Logan? You yeah, on yes he's ready there? to go. It's time to get Swifty. I like that. Let's do it. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, what what do you think? For me, it seems like he just needed to get snapped. And now that he's been getting them, he's showing us what he what kind of player he is. Would you guys yeah, agree? I, agree. I mean, you know, just given the opportunity, he's he's you know, he's stepping up and, and proving his worth. 
Yeah, I mean, he's getting through the hole. His vision's really good. He's got nice moves. He's actually taking people out when he hits them. Um, so, I mean, that's – and he's doing great in the, in the you know, receiving end too, get, catching the ball, um, making some plays. So, absolutely loving what DeAndre Swift's doing. And thanks, everybody, again, for participating in the We Are Lions Nation podcast poll question. Uh, we do appreciate it. Yeah, and with that, that, I'm just going to remind everybody – uh, if you have not joined our Facebook group yet, it is We Are Lions Nation on Facebook. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. Find us on any major podcast platform out there to listen to our show. We appreciate all the listeners, all the followers. And if you see any of our posts, just give it a like, give it a share. Maybe your friends or family haven't heard of us. We'd love for them to get on here and give us a listen. Absolutely. Thank you, Logan, so much for that. And um, it's time now to go into the one of our new favorite segments. It's our little game that we like to call Who Am I? Where I try to stump my co-host. I, I pick the player and past or present, and I gotta, yeah, I'm got i going to give them some clues. And they get uh, two guesses each to try to guess the player that I have picked. And so far, uh, I believe... I have one victory, and then uh, Logan, I believe you have a victory as well. So on your guys' side, it's I think it's one yep. one right now. So today's first clue: this player was drafted by the Lions third overall in two thousand two. I I got nothing. Two thousand two. Logan, you got a guess? I'd have a guess, but I don't want to lose right now either if I guess wrong. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know more. who it is. I give you two. I give you two guesses. This is what's four Kerwin. clues. Come on. No. Okay. Next clue. Played college ball at Oregon. Oregon. Oh, Joey Harrington. That's it. It's Joey Harrington. Good job. Congratulations, Logan. You got me again. <laughs> I thought I had that one. I thought I had that one for sure. Yeah, the answer is Joey Harrington. We all know who that is. Uh, played for the. He also played for the Dolphins, the Falcons, and the Saints, where he ended his career. Uh, he had 79 touchdowns and 85 interceptions. Career total, passing yards, 14,693, and a 69.4 passer rating. Those are the last clues that I was going to give you guys, but Mr. Logan pulled it out again. I'm going to have to do some really – I'm going to have to do some big-time digging on these clues and try to – I, you know, you you got you got the answer this time before I even got to the stats. So that's, I'm glad that's I did because uh, that would have lost it for both me and Mike there. <laughs> so what was your third clue? That was my second. That was my second so once guess. Again, once, once again, Logan is able to determine who I picked. I, you know, I thought I would have you on that one for sure, but yes, the answer is Joy Harrington, which we all love him so much. He was one of interesting fact too. After he retired, he actually got hit by a car while jogging on the side of the road in Oregon. Wow. Oh. 
Yeah, I did read that he went back to Oregon. He also did some uh, commentating, I believe, for the college level um, for Oregon. So he did that a little bit. But other than that, you know, definitely was not one of our best. Um, he's probably one of the most well-known busts for quarterback yes. position out there right now. He was absolutely <laughs> horrible. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And it is now time for our new – so we started – we changed the who you got. to. We used to do it where we just chose the winner of the Lions game or who they're playing. Last week, we decided to change it up. So we did the entire NFL schedule. And now we are going to do the who you got results. And I have those results here. And we have Logan went 7 for 7. Mr. Mike went 9 for 5. And myself dominated, went 11 and 5. Like I knew I would just dominate. Both of you can't argue with results. Good face. job. Yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah. You want no. a pat on the back or something? <laughs> a cookie? You, if, if you have any, I'll definitely take. Hey, I gotta take a victory where I can. Since you keep stomping me <laughs> on who am I? I don't think I'm ever gonna be able unless I go completely out of the box and not even pick a Lions player. It's probably well, you the only way I'll ever stump player. you on that. But um, I I know the rules. I'm just saying that's the only way I'll probably You're ever You're going to have to find some guy that was drafted in the sixth round or something that does not only played for the team for like a week. You might get me. <laughs> <laughs> you, probably, you probably still have and You probably have one of his cards. For that week that he did play for the Lions, he did something great. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. So, who you got results? 11 and 5, 9 and 5, 7 and 7. This week we will do that again on the pre show and then have the results again. Uh, by the end of the year, we will see who the who you got champion is. And we, you know, judging by this week, I'm pretty sure I already know the results of that. <laughs> so, if you guys want to skip ahead, nice try. But instead, I'd like now. I'd like to give a shout out to the fans here and invite them to uh, follow us on our Facebook page and interact with us there. We'd love to have conversation and see what you have to say. And and if you have, like I said, any suggestions for the show or anything, we'd love to, we'd love to hear them. And uh, just please subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Google, anywhere you uh, anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Just about if you uh, subscribe, we'd sure appreciate the. Sure, appreciate it and do our best to uh, keep you entertained. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. And that's going to bring us to the final segment of the episode, which is the final word. And I guess I will start today. Um, you know, my final word is just, is I guess for just one person, and that is DeAndre Swift. Keep playing ball like you're playing ball, and uh, good things are going to happen for that guy. And you know, just super excited for him, and glad he's glad he's going uphill, and can't wait to see what he does next. Nicely week. said. Yeah, I, th- I think that uh, we can hopefully build off of this momentum here and 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 get some some more great wins and and 
and get that uh, playoff berth that we're all hoping for. Another uh, a notable just piece of news here that I wanted to bring up was Stafford tied Joe Montana with 273 career passing touchdowns in that game. Yeah, I did hear that. Well, you know, that's hell of an achievement for Matthew Stafford to be put on the list against, you know, with Matt, with Joe Montana. And, you know, what's crazy is Stafford is on the list already with quite a few, uh, you know, up there with quite a few elite quarterbacks. He's right there uh, on many of those lists. Logan, My what do you got for your final word? The man? offense needs to say Swifty, keep it going with DeAndre Swift. <laughs> and Matt Stafford, if you ain't ready to play, don't play, please. We don't need you to lose the game for us if your hands hand isn't healed or isn't ready. I don't want the glove Matthew Stafford this year, and that's what I'll leave off with my final word. All right, well said, Logan. And, you know, thank you so much, everyone, uh, for listening to the show tonight. Uh, a big thank you to my co-host Logan and Mike um, and for Logan and Mike and myself this has been We Are Lions Nation podcast and everybody have an one pride awesome night one pride. catch one you pride. on the next show go Lions one pride baby let's go Lions this has been We Are Lions Nation podcast available on Spotify Apple Podcasts Bullhorn, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and Google Podcast. For all the updated information on the We Are Lions Nation podcast, please join the We Are Lions Nation Facebook page.